make it work to have make it work three of the quattros <laughs> my three greatest friends on so introduce yourselves hi i'm macy i'm chloe and i'm ella and i'm sophie did i say that yeah, I'm still sick. I think they know. <laughs> it's still me. I've not gone yet. Um, so if Macy was the first guest ever, so that was maybe episode two or three. Ella, Ella was on the podcast a few episodes after that about friendship, and now this is Chloe's grand entrance. Thank you. And she's here forever. She's stuck. <laughs> um, so. Today's just going to be a hodgepodge episode. If you're new here, this is not how every episode is, sadly. Um, normally it's just either just me or just one other guest. So it's more a little... This is a bonus! This is a bonus. It's normally a little more like chill, but today's just a fun day. Um, so we're going to start out by having some would you rather questions. They don't know them yet. Ella heard a few. But the first one is not would you rather, and then the rest are. Okay. Um, I think this tells a lot about person. Okay. What would you order at Yoga Mountain? And I think this order tells a lot about a person. Okay. Starting with Ella. Oh, no. Okay. So, typically, if it's in stock, I'll get the... It's stock. Okay. No. Okay. Typically, I'll get the, the birthday cake with the cookies and cream. And have it the mixed together one, and then it will have cookie dough and rainbow sprinkles. I sound like a five-year-old. Yeah. Rainbow sprinkles, and then oh, and then and then and then marshmallows sometimes if I'm really feeling. Mm, that's wow. delicious. So, so marshmallows or marshmallow? Put in the elf over there. Oh, sometimes the marshmallow syrup. Oh, but no. Okay, so Ella is five years old. Got it. Thank you. Next. Okay. Um. Typically, if there's a dairy-free option, <laughs> we said you were going to say that. We were like, Chloe's going to say dairy-free. And I said she's going to say dairy-free. Okay, okay. Strawberry. Sometimes dairy-free strawberry. But okay. if it's like, I'm not a big sorbet type of gal, so I won't, I won't go for that. And then every once in a while, there's like a gummy frog. And I don't put it on top, I put it on the side. Okay. And if it, okay, and then I'll also put like graham cracker thingies, the little dusty bits. Oh, yeah. And then... Sprinkles and then sometimes caramel on top of that. There's more stuff, but I, I would have to like be like really big. Okay, okay, got it. Macy, I really know it. I don't get anything different. I get strawberry shortcake ice cream. Mm -hmm. It's very good. One time I got strawberry shortcake like little piece or the strawberry the, the cream cheese. Wait, cheesecake. Cheesecake pieces. A little. Only once. Not really a fan of those. But then I get sprinkles. I also get gummy bears. And then um, I get caramel too. And sometimes I get those little like those little poppy things. Boba, boba. boba. yeah, poppy boba. Sometimes I, I, really like I go for the strawberry, but rarely. They're like always strawberry ice cream. Okay, those all sound terrible. Oh, Mine is the chocolate. Okay, guess what? Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Okay, so chocolate ice cream with cookie dough and chocolate hot fudge syrup on top. It's so good. Too much chocolate. Oh no, I don't think it's too much it's chocolate. It's delicious. I don't I think it's too much chocolate. Knuckles. <laughs> is it like knuckles? Do you like knuckles? I really like to do knuckles. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a face. It's, it's, it's not. It's not a face. This face started very recently. It's the first time I've ever Okay. Um, who's most likely to give their kid a pretty terrible name? A, like a three, two, one, <laughs> Chloe. Chloe. So You're gonna name 
name is Rex. And I love the name Rex. She's kind of sweet. I do like that. It suits her. It suits her more than Lori when you were gonna choose that. Okay. Oh, Lori. Girls. I agree, but Lori is kind of cheesy. Yeah, he's just not that at all. So Rex is adorable. Good job, Donald. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, who is most likely to replace salt with sugar while cooking? Three, two, one. I would say Sophie. I don't know. Oh, no, sometimes Macy really sometimes messes it up though. Like on accident? I was going to say intentionally. Well, we love her. I prefer girl versus 
about her. her. her too. <laughs> that was a scary one. No, I don't think she's gonna lie right now. Woo! That was a third one. Okay, last one. I watched that one. Quiet Place is not a horror movie. Yeah, that's a thrill. Okay, but I did watch that one, that one time when we went to Charleston, that one was scary, and I what? hated watching that one. Oh. Black Phone, I hated. Mm -hmm. I That one is See, in the moment, when I say she grabbed onto my arm so hard, like, I swear there was a bruise the next day. She went like, yeah, and look, <laughs> wait, 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 let's, let's talk about what happened after that. Did a murderer come and kill you and your family? No. But the thought of it is in my brain now. But did it happen in real life? No. No. But it could. Did you know that God is bigger than all of your fears? That's beautiful. That is so true. When we were little, we used to listen to Veggie Tales, and there's God is bigger than the boogeyman. You know that song? Yes. I can't keep singing because I don't know if copyright is a real thing, but I might get copyrighted because I'm still going to sing it. Okay, last question, and then we'll move in to the other part. Who is most likely to call the restaurant manager to complain during a meal? Three, two, one. Me. Yeah. I'd yeah, say I would say so. It would be me. And I would be hiding in the background. You would just say, so I can help Stacy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. Would, I, would, not, I would be too stressed to say. I would just be like, this is, I don't know. Maybe no, but like, if my mom is there, I'm not going to because I'm embarrassed my mom's doing it. But like, I'm not going to do it rudely. I'm not going to yell, but I'm going to silently be like, hey. This isn't really what I ordered, it's but I'm sorry. Bad. I'm not trying to cause a problem. Like, I would be yeah. fine about it, but I'm not going to pay for Are you saying, like, meal. if they, they messed up your meal? Yeah, or if it's you, bad. like, like oh, if you order like, like a soda bad. and it's like rice soup. Okay, yeah, then if they just well, got my order wrong, then yeah, I'm saying something. If it's just bad, that's not their fault. My mom it's just bad. That's not their fault. My mom did that GBD because she had better standards. Shout out to Chloe's mom for doing that. Okay, so. Um, a part of our little friendship that goes so well, other than her funniest people alive, yep. um, we really do have a lot of fun together. Um, yes. last, last summer we went to the lake together, and that was just the highlight of my life, I think. Yeah. Um, but we have, I don't know if we talked about this on the friendship episode, but we have really good communication. If there ever seems to be a problem, we talk about it, and it doesn't <coughs> let any of us build up. We kind of have quite a bit of anxiety on this. For group, and so if I possibly think that Chloe is mad at me, then I will say something to her, like, "Hey, Chloe, are you mad because of this?" And she's normally like, "No, I'm just tired." And I'm like, "Okay, great." Or if like Ella thinks that I was like sassy to her, she's like, "Hey, okay, that's not a good example." But like, you get what sassy, me. sassy me. <laughs> um, but like, you get with me. Like, yeah. if there ever seems to be any type of problem, anything like, "Hey, I saw how you were talking to this person. I think Ella's not right." Or that kind of hurt me because of this. We're really good at convers like open conversations like that, and then it always ends like, oh yeah, that was just miscommunication and it works out. So I think that helps us a lot. Um, but also we meet once a week and um, we're reading a book right now um, called Not a Fan by Kyle. I don't have to
this book together every week. And it just gets us into good um, gospel conversations and pushing each other in our faith and just having those good conversations. And I encourage you to read this book with somebody. It really is so good. Um, it's talking about being not a fan. So it's not saying, like, don't be a fan of Jesus. But it's saying be a follower of Jesus. So what do you guys think it – what do you think we've kind of read about being um, the difference between a fan and a follower? Yeah, I would say a fan is kind of like someone who – who claims to be a Christian and who kind of more just uses Jesus for the benefits you get. You're saying, I'm, I'm with Jesus because I'm going to go to heaven. And you're able to tell people I'm a, follow, I'm a follower when you're not. And then also you kind of just, you don't, like you push Jesus away when he's not doing what you want. Like you don't hold on to Jesus when it's not going the way you plan. I also think it's like, kind of like the term of like lukewarm Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, that kind of like compares to a fan in an equal way, like, like I was saying, just the benefits of that, and like, you know, only praying necessarily when they need something, right. mm -hmm. kind of showing those of things on a follower, someone who deeply has a relationship with the Lord, right. a fan might not have that relationship. Right. And like once things get hard, or mm -hmm. once the cl your class starts bashing Jesus, or once, you know, something goes wrong, you can quickly be like, oh, I'm not a Christian. But then when it's good and when it's happy and when people are like, yay, we love Jesus, then you're like, yay, me too. But then like yeah, being right, being that yeah. a follower of Jesus really means like pursuing him, wanting that personal relationship with him. Um, and in this book, it says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And so I think that's what it tends to look like as a fan is your lips are proclaiming Jesus. Yay, yay, Jesus. But are your hearts there? Um, so I think that was like a, it's been a good like middle check of like, am I being a follower of Jesus? Am I like cheering for him being like, yeah, we love Jesus, but also being that follower. Um, and then what do you think it also, this book's also talking about the chapter we read the past couple weeks of talking about denying yourself and picking up the cross. So what do we think it looks like to deny yourself and pick up the cross to follow Jesus? I mean, I would just. Go right ahead. Thank you. I would just say giving up the things you want and also kind of just being humble and having humility and not putting yourself above God but very far underneath. Right. Mm -hmm. And having kind of like that, not fear, but you know, fear, fear God. God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts? And I feel like you talked about like this a lot at CS Week and it was like we tend to be like it's okay to have the things but we like we end up wanting the things more than we Yeah, like. I was kind of trying to say, like, you know, we live in such, like, a world of mm -hmm. possession where it feels like we have to have all of this stuff. And it's not bad that we have all of this stuff, but it's bad when we can't tell that that stuff isn't needed. And what's needed in life is a deep relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. So when those boundaries tend to mix and you start, you know, thinking only about what you want in life and that want isn't of Jesus, right. then that's when it becomes yeah. not a fan and not or yeah, a fan yeah. and not a follower. Right. And like to deny yourself and to realize that Jesus is worth it. I'm gonna deny, you know, that I am I'm not gonna try to be getting the glory for running. I'm not gonna be trying to get the glory for these things. I'd rather deny myself and be like, this is Jesus. This is mm -hmm. Jesus working through me mm -hmm. than, you know, kind of like what Chloe was saying. Hum, staying humble in that um so we've just been reading a lot about what it looks like to 
Yeah, and also not using Jesus for fame. Like, not trying to be like, I want everybody to know that I'm the best Christian, I'm perfect. Right. Because, first of all, no one's perfect, but second of all, we shouldn't be using Jesus for just the fame of that. Like, right. we, we need to deny ourselves and just yeah. tell others about Jesus just simply because we need to be a disciple. Right, right. Um, in, in this book, it also says, there's no way to follow Jesus without denying yourself. Um, and how you've got to be Jesus's completely. Uh, and then it also says one way fans try to follow Jesus without denying themselves is by compartmentalizing these areas of their life that they don't want him to have access to. And so I think that just means like, well, I'm going to, you know, have Jesus in every part of my life except this part. And so I'm going to push that away and hide that. So I don't have to deny myself in that way. And so I think that's like easy to do. Um, and so I think, as a Christian, um, we have to commit to follow Jesus full-heartedly, even if that means it's going to be harder because God doesn't promise that it's going to be easy. It's going to be hard, um, but it's going to be so worth it at the end when we get to send eternity with Jesus. Um, so, yes. So that's our book. If you want to read that with somebody, it, I really do recommend it. Okay, so now I have questions for each one of you. <laughs> Ella. Why is it important for you to be in the Word? Okay, so I feel like I spent a lot of my life claiming I was a Christian, and I did feel like I had a relationship, but again, I felt I was more of a fan. And I would never open the Word. I really didn't start opening the Word until like a year ago. And the more I opened the Word and dug into it is where I realized like I'm actually like able to speak to God. Like I'm able to hear from God, and it's a way for me to... If I have a question, if I just need to hear affirmation, I can go to the Word and be able to read His Word and learn so much more. And then it's also good like for me to have a devotional too, because sometimes, obviously, the Word can be confusing because it was written a long time ago. And just hearing those other words that can help you read the Bible more have been really important for me to grow my relationship with yeah. them. And like the importance of when you're reading a commentary, how mm -hmm. important it is to make sure that commentary is lining up with mm -hmm. God's word because God's word is true yeah. and it still remains living and saying so and the importance of that and I also like often find in my life when I'm not reading the Bible and I'm not in the word I have more doubts mm -hmm. I have more struggles I find myself like I'm even more depressed or more anxious about certain things and so I just found like being in the word really is comforting so mm -hmm. I encourage you guys to stay in the word okay Chloe um what is your testimony well I would say I have like the classic cliche, you just grow up in a Christian. Both my parents are just like super good Christians, like definitely, definitely followers and not fans, I would say. And I'm a person with a personality type that's like, I can do it all myself. I don't need any help. And because of that, it meant I wasn't relying on anyone. I wasn't relying on my parents, my friends. I also struggled with this in my life, or Jesus at all. Like, I just wasn't in there. I was... I don't know. I just, I was in it. So, um, last RYM, best week ever, <laughs> the sermons there were all about like, what's shaping you, what things around you are making you what you are. Mm -hmm. And it really made me realize I'm not putting any of my time in, into God at all. Like, I really, it wasn't even like, oh, once a week. No, it just was never. I just never did it. Right. And that compared with how exhausting it is to have to come up with answers on your own, and, of course, your parents are going to give you wonderful advice, but chances are that advice is going to be from the Bible. So, 
just turning to that after R.I.M., it, it became much more of a habit. It wasn't, you know, here I'm going to listen to Christian music this first week. It just was something I kind of kept up with. And it, like I said, it is still something I struggle with. I'm not going to say I'm all the way there yet, but, you know. I think it's always a growing thing. It is, yeah. It's, it's I can feel myself being pulled a lot more, whereas before it was not even something I worried about. Right, right. Um, and I think that goes back to the importance of being with God's Word, but then also, like, how everybody's story with Jesus is so important. That's why I ask at the beginning of each podcast when I have a new guest, it's like, what's your testimony? What's your story with Jesus? Just so we can hear that everyone's is different, but also everyone has the same. What's the climax? Is that the one at the top of the hill? Like, in, like when it's in the English most, class? Yeah. When climax like, is the yeah. peak. The climax. climax. The climax of everybody's story with Jesus is <laughs> meeting Jesus and choosing to follow him. Um, and so, like, the comfort in that, but also, like, everybody's story with Jesus is so important, no matter how big or small it is. I mean, I don't know very many people who saw Jesus at the end of the bed and fall off and, like, I believe, I believe, like, that doesn't really happen. It tends to happen, I think, a lot of our stories. just, like, we grew up in church, and there's either a week or there's a sermon or, you know, God somehow reaches into our hearts and be like, hey, you got to wake up and you got to choose to follow me every day without personal relationships. So, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing, Chloe. Um, okay, last question, Macy. What is your favorite Bible verse and why? Um, my favorite Bible verse is 2 Corinthians 4.18, which says, We fix our eyes on what is seen, but what is unseen. So what is seen is temporary, and what is unseen is eternal. Um, I kind of just, like, stumbled upon this verse. I was, like, going through, like, kind of, like, a hard time. And especially, at the time, I just thought it was, like, things going on in my life, but I did realize that, like, I was missing Jesus in my life as well, and my mom just kind of, like, sent me this, and was like, I need you to read this, and so I did, and after that, I was kind of, like, really open to, like, the truth in that, so it just kind of, like, means a lot to me, and I, I feel like I'm also kind of, like, when people are, like, what, what's a verse that you, is your favorite, what's something that, like, you would want to tell people about Christianity, especially people with, you know, doubts about if it's true or if it's not, um, that's what I'm going to tell them. Because it says simply in just a sentence that, like, don't fix your eyes on the things of this world, kind of like what we were saying earlier about, like, having worldly items. Instead, fix it on Jesus because the benefits of that is eternal life rather than just temporary things. So, yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming on.